Welcome to Gain That Tune. What's going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune in the house once again. It's ya boy, John Harrington here. We got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And we've got the GTT champion, Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. Hell yeah, guys. Welcome back. Game That Tune, episode 227 in the house. And what an episode it's going to be. Uh, man, we got some great stuff coming tonight. We got a... Uh, we got video game tunes is what we got. We've each got three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games with the songs and a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off and have a lot of fun, and the winner at the end of the night gets to pick a theme for our next episode and play some bonus tunes. And our winner last week, who was that fantastic winner last week? Oh, it was David. That's right. Uh, yeah, I didn't need to be reminded. I was just playing coy. How could I forget last week, David? Uh, you know, David won our show last week, and David, tell us about the theme for this week's episode. Um, the theme for this week's episode is single-player games. Care to elaborate? I mean, I feel like that's a pretty good explanation, but uh, games that you play by yourself. One-player games. Okay, now is the games that you strictly play by yourself or games that can only be played by yourself? I mean, my thought was games that you only play by yourself, like no multiplayer, no co-op, but, you know, if somebody chose something that has one of those modes, we'll, we'll see how it goes. So I should play a lot of WoW by myself, so... Right, exactly, yeah. We're all just lonely, lonely people. It's 2020, we're, you know, isolating in our own houses. None of our wives like to play video games. So, you know, it's obvious that many, many games are being played by ourselves. But no, 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 you want a one-player experience. You want a single-player game. You don't even want the option Correct. to let somebody come over and sit on the couch with you and play that game. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah! <laughs> That's, I mean, that's I David's think David's feelings, man. FTW, baby. I think the um, I think the only way, at least in my mind, that any of these games would be multiplayer is if you paused, handed the controller to somebody else, and let them immediately pick up what you were doing. The classic trade-off games. Now, see, that's uh, that's another theme for another time. <laughs> like, Take turns when you die. Games well, I'm that be your older brother tonight. had to help you finish. <laughs> Every game that we bring up, I'm going to figure out how you can make it multiplayer. That's that's gonna be my shtick. We just fucking established it, John. You just let someone yeah. else play. <laughs> yeah, you just move out of the way and let sorry, them do it. Sorry about your shtick, but uh, <laughs> broke that shtick. Yeah, exactly. I'm really looking forward to game four when Johnny says, "But you know, this isn't really single player because you can hand the controller to somebody else." Mm-hmm. And again, if if one person just handles half of the controller and the other person handles the other half, any game becomes a multiplayer game. You do the That's D-pad, a I do the buttons. Way to play a game. Yeah, <laughs> we all crowd around our switch. Sounds great, uh, you, but no, it's uh, you sit in another room with your wireless controller, and I'll tell you what's happening on the screen oh, over man. the phone. Now that's a good idea. Someone is the eyes and someone else is the hands. <laughs> I would watch that. You want like, to talk about some hand-eye coordination? Yeah. <laughs> You're dying. You're dying. Quick. Now the real challenge is also then if 
there's someone in there. <laughs> the, the person who can see the game has earmuffs on. The person, <laughs> there's another person in there that can hear the game but has blinders on, and, and they're all the describing music. it to someone in the other room, <laughs> playing the game. <laughs> Only can control it but can't hear or see it. Genius. This is the oh most complicated God. way to play Bubble Bobble I have ever heard in my life. It sounds well, good. Well, that's man. a two-player game. Yeah, it can damn be it, one player. <laughs> you fucked that all up. You already David. fucked up your own theme. Who knew? <laughs> Picked a classically um, two-player game. So I should not go first, uh, and like, I'm going to be uploading bubble. some new music real quick. Uh-huh. I forgot. What are the names of that one character that's in Bubble Bobble? Bob oh, and crap. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's going to be a great episode. We're going to have a lot of fun. we got a great uh, five great games. We've got a great fan request, and we just got to jump right into it all by ourselves. So everybody individually jump into it. Uh, we'll all hit the button to start game one, but only one of us will actually be able to start game one. Sadly, that remains Johnny, so let's hope we get this right. <laughs> game two. Oh, damn, damn it! <laughs> game one. Ah.
So, um, the developers of this game attempted to secure funding through Kickstarter. However, they fell short of their funding goal, and developer Shruti Ghosh had to sell her apartment in order to sustain the team while they searched for a publisher.
Who has those answers? So, uh, John Harrington says sitar hero. Um, sadly incorrect. Ah. Uh, John Regan says Beatles. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> yes. Perfect. I thought he was struggling to read the card. <laughs> I mean, I was. It's John's handwriting. Um, but I think you just want a Scouse accent saying Beatles. Um, <laughs> Jesse has the correct answer. This is Raji, an ancient epic. <laughs> Of course. See, you know, um, John, I thought maybe you had heard of this, because this was on one of those um, Nintendo Switch indie showcases. Oh, crap. Now I feel bad that I haven't heard of it. I try to keep up with those things. <laughs> um, but no, uh, has anybody played this game? I have not. Nope. Okay. Oh, I haven't really heard of it, actually. <laughs> um, see, the, the real obvious answer for single-player games would have been Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, but I didn't want to go that route. Um, I wanted to save that for a little bit longer. And the other game that I've been playing a lot lately is Raji. And Raji's a super fun game. It's a super small indie team that made it. There were, I think, 13 people who made this game. Um... And it's a basic, like, action-adventure platformer. Um, it's a 3D game using an isometric angle. Um, but, so, like, as a game, it's fine. Like, you explore levels, you do some platforming, You there's a combat system to fight all these demons and everything. Like, it's not a spectacular game, per se, but it's all based on, like, ancient Hindu mythology. Okay. So the story in and the setting is really unique, and apparently it's based on, like, medieval Indian architecture. There's all these crumbling ruins and everything, like, there's all these murals in the background, and when you go up to the murals, you can, like, inspect them, and it gives you a little story about the Hindu god that's there. So it's a really entertaining and interesting game, because a lot of indie games, it's just a basic, like... You can only play so many pixel art Metroidvanias. Um, so can you? No kidding. I'm, I'm always looking for something different. I was like, okay, this looks interesting. It's like, huh, it's it's a Hindu game. This should be fun. And it's... So, David, you've been saying indie game a lot. Are you mispronouncing Hindi game or <laughs> India game? I mean, it is a... Hey, now. That's pretty good, John. <laughs> Pretty it good. is an independent game made in India based in Hindu mythology. So, mm -hmm. yes. There's so a lot an, going it's on. It's an India Hindi indie. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, and, and it was showcased on the nin, the Nindies? <laughs> so, <laughs> so let yeah. me get this straight. Yeah. <laughs> is Mindy Kaling involved in any way? Oh, yes. You know, I'm going to have to check. I don't believe so. Mm -hmm. uh, I am kind of thinking that would be interesting if she was the voice of Vishnu. Um, she's <laughs> Hell not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but so it'd be a, oh, sorry, I, I don't even think I could say the tongue twister. It would be an India Hindi Nindi Indi starring Mindy. <laughs> it'd be pretty good, man. And the soundtrack Whoa. by Cindy Lopper. <laughs> Prince C's Lopper. <laughs> I, now I can't. Well done. 
Now, I kind of wish that Mindy Kaling was the voice like, oh no, the destroyer has come. Oh my god, guys, hey. Yeah. Eh, whatever. <laughs> um, but this is like... I, I love Smash Brothers. I love Mario Kart. Like, I love those games you can sink hundreds upon hundreds of hours in. But single-player-wise, <laughs> this is a game that... This is a perfect kind of game because it's like five hours. It's uh-huh. just a short little story. You um, are following this young girl who is trying to rescue her brother from demons. And the gods think she is a great hero who can kill these demons. So they just give her weapons. So you're just nope. running around like fighting all these demons as this young girl trying to rescue her brother. And again, like, it's... I'm so used to seeing, like, medieval fantasy or Japanese shogun era, like, running around ancient India, like, I like this. This is interesting. This is something fresh and different. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. at the uh, the images of it now. It's got a nice look to it, man. Like you said, like, just kind of an ISO, you know, like, uh, kind of adventure game combat-wise and stuff. You know, nothing, uh, nothing right home about, but, like... The environment's got a nice little vibe to it, man. You got some uh, some cool architecture, you know, statues with multiple arms. Uh, you know, just really uh, really nice looking settings. Uh, yeah, real like lush plants and stuff. And man, yeah, just uh, uh, an art style that I don't feel like you get proper representation for often in games. It feels like so often Indian like culture is just kind of lumped into deserts. You mm. know, like yeah. <laughs> Uh, Indian like Zelda vaguely takes some things and puts them in a dungeon somewhere. It's like, yeah, that was cool, but like, it, you know, we don't have to be faithful to it. It's Hyrule. It's not India, so we'll just kind of take it and smush it in there. It'll be fine. But like, you know, seeing something actually made is... by it seems to be have been made by Indian people, <laughs> featuring Indian culture. It's like, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of games basically just take everything from the Middle East all the way through. Just a little bit west of Japan, and just kind of smoosh it all together, right? So the Middle like, East, is it Nepal? <laughs> like, eh, it's all together. Indian culture in games is pretty much, well, we put the Taj Mahal in the background of this level, so, you know, we're good. Right. Well, you know, we put in Dalsam. Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Perfectly <good>. fine. <laughs> but, like, you know, when you're talking about the desert, I mean, you see a pyramid. You see a Hindu temple. <laughs> you maybe see, you know, Angkor Wat uh, off in the distance, and then you climb Mount Everest. It just it. it, it I yeah. don't see what the problem is, guys. They're all right next to each other. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. It's just it's a very small little section of the world over there with no real defined cultures. It's all yeah, very. Have you nebulous. ever been to Nepal, Egypt? It's it's just it's all right next to each other, right there. <laughs> It's a a very, like, small, indescript part of the world that just happens to have, like, 1.3 billion people living there. (laughs) And ancient civilizations. (laughs) Yeah. Nah, it's just one big thing. Desert, sand, sitars. (laughs) Trains with people on the outside of the train. Uh, Inside-out trains, if you will. Yeah, people kind of chanting vaguely in the background of the music. Um, it's, I also it's all really, just over there. <laughs> I also really do like the soundtrack. It's like very easy to just sit back and chill out and groove to. Although I do feel a little weird about getting it on GTT Radio because every song is like seven to nine minutes long. Hey man, hey, sometimes that's that. how it goes. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, 
we programmed our way around that. People, yeah. can, people can deal with their long songs. Um, but yeah, it, it's a cool game, David. I, I honestly have never uh, never heard of this. I'm a little disappointed that I, uh, missed, you know, I, I don't know. I, I keep saying that. It's like I'm a little disappointed I didn't get a chance to play this. Like, uh, yeah, it seems like kind of thing I would have seen on a, a Nindy showcase. Been like, that looks pretty cool. Not buying it, but. Like happy to know it existed. I'm more disappointed that I missed whatever Nindy showcase this was on than I am that I missed this game. Like I try to keep up with things just so for just such this occasion, just so I know See, when I had, you were gonna bring it up. I had the exact opposite reaction when I saw the like showcase. Like, huh, that looks interesting. I'll buy that, and See? then I did. David, you are such a mark for Hindi <laughs> Nindies. <laughs> Yeah, they knew they knew somewhere out there there was a guy that was just craving a solo experience through a part of the world that he's never traveled to. It's uh, you know you were uh, you were their target market and they got you, man. Hey, it's saving him a trip, man. He doesn't have That's to go do saying. it for real. You know, it, it's video game tourism at its finest. Like I don't need to go to India because I've experienced it through this game. <laughs> this is an exact representation of a trip to you know, Bombay. <laughs> like, I mean, can you imagine inviting people over to talk about your recent trip to India and you start showing them <laughs> screenshots from video game? You show them the Switch screenshots in the 30 second video. It's like, you won't believe what I did. I jumped off the top of this statue and then I fought a bunch of dudes. A uh, giant snake it, showed up. Exactly. I mean, I've pretty much <laughs> like been to Bombay. Like I've run around ancient temples barefoot and summoned lightning to attack demons. That's just what you do in India. Mm-hmm. Their McDonald's are so weird. David, I was curious to learn more. Know. I watched Slumdog Millionaire once. I, I pretty much got the gist of the country. David, I don't know what's more concerning. The fact that you think this counts as a trip to India or the fact that you got all these screenshots developed onto actual slides. <laughs> God, now that, that really would be the next step. Like, that would be just, hilarious. <laughs> like, couldn't you just play the game? No, no, no. Click. Now here I am. <laughs> right. Just imagine closing out 2020 with talk about that big island vacation that you'd been taking since March. And everybody's like, what are you talking about? And then you just show them an actual developed slideshow of the <laughs> the various changes to your Animal Crossing island throughout the year. <laughs> <laughs> so, so first I moved in and there was a raccoon here. Next slide. Click. <laughs> yeah. yes. Then I developed a pole vaulting pole. Click. Click. <laughs> I pulled weeds for four months. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, wait, hang on, hang on. This is June. This is where it got sad, because here's where the koala bear moved away. Right. I exactly. was upset for like two days, solid. I tried to convince my best friend not to leave the island. The next day he was in boxes, and the next day he was gone. I, I, you know, if there's, if there's a good way to get to the top of the vaccine list, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, we gotta get you the fuck out of your house. <laughs> You're number one on the vaccine list now. Show up to the doctor's office with an Animal Crossing slideshow. It's like, yeah, you, you're going back to work. <laughs> Definitely. It's like that Parks and Rec bit. I'm just holding up Animal Crossing slides. Could a depressed person make this? <laughs> You've been deemed essential. Get your ass back to work. Uh, <sighs> hell yeah. Um, David, anything else on uh, not Animal Crossing, but Raji, the game that you took a vacation in, uh, and I assume will uh, be having a slideshow as a Patreon exclusive at some, at some point soon? Uh, yes. Um, yes, that will be a Patreon exclusive. <laughs> no, I do not have additional things to say. It's a fun game. Uh, if it interests you at all, I recommend it. Hell yeah. 
It should interest you. Uh, you know, see the world, people. See the world through these uh, these indie India Hindi Nindies, uh, and we'll work on that DLC for Mindy. Game two. Ugh.
All right, guys. So the developer of this game has had 10 games published in America. Uh, John? But this is only the second original property to have been published in America by this developer. So, how's everybody feeling? Do you need any additional Great. trivia? Any hints? Anything? Nah, oh, here me. comes John's rocket cock. Jesse, uh, this is not uh, an app on your phone. You should not be ordering Popeyes through the show. Um, Shit. Yep, sorry, man. I already said rocket cock, John. You can put it down. Okay. And David, he also <laughs> drew a more detailed and therefore better rocket cock. It kind uh, of looks like he's wearing a bra, but I know that's the balls. Exactly, you know, those old bra balls. That's a very um, hairy bra. Hell yeah, just the way David's bras are. There's lacing. Uh, no, everybody got it wrong, John. Play the sound. Oh. Johnny, you got to learn to play that sound and get us out of, like, bra ball talk much quicker than that. Um, yeah, quick. So, Yeah, so we're going back to the desert. Uh, this is Ever Oasis for the 3DS. Oh, wow. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, published by Nintendo, actually. Developed by Grezzo. Uh, David, you want to tell us some, uh, some other games published or uh, developed by Grezzo? Uh, they handled both of the 3D remakes for Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. That's correct. They also handled a uh, DSiWare remake of Four Swords Anniversary Edition Legend of Zelda. 
they helped with Triforce Heroes. May we never discuss that on the show. Uh, they helped with the Luigi's Mansion 3DS port, and they actually worked also on the Switch version of Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. So Nintendo's got them by the Zelda balls, but every bra. now and then they uh, they get to make an original game. Ever Oasis is one of them, and then they also made something called the Alliance Alive, and uh, something called the Legend of Legacy, which uh, you know I'm trying to think of a more generic adventure game title than the Legend of Legacy, and I'm a little pissed <laughs> that that's even uh, on the table. Like the Legend of Legacy, come on, guys, try a little harder than that. I even thought Ever Oasis was a little too generic, and then I read the full Japanese title. Do you know the full Japanese title of Ever Oasis? No. Ad- adventure. Ever Oasis, Spirit Crescent, and the Mirage of the Seed people. God, Why imagine did they saying call that. that call it that in the U.S.? That's a great no title. No kidding. Like you think that wouldn't have sold? Like you know, seriously, I don't understand. Like do do people think that U.S. like consumers just don't get shit? Like do we not get postmodern over here or something? Like if you fucking put out a game called Ever Oasis. Spirit Crescent and the Mirage of the Seed people, you think there wouldn't be enough kids to go into the store and be like, yeah, I'll bite. Like, fuck yeah, I'll try that. Like, you think Ever Oasis sells better than the Mirage of the Seed people? Come on, man. Uh, I mean, they probably think we're Americans that we'd only buy it if the Seed people had, like, bandanas and Uzis. Yeah. I mean, that's true. Seed yeah. people, by God, they need to go back to their own seed planet. Ooh, <laughs> gonna build the old seed wall. Um, Hot take. Doesn't really fit, John. <laughs> no, yeah. just just things a hot take. Well, I think my the seed take people the should seed. be allowed to plant wherever they want. Okay, word. Johnny's all about spreading the seed. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Can we please not go down that road? <laughs> no, that was the segue to the actual game because that's what you do in the game. You're little seed people and you start oasises in the desert, David. Okay, good. It wasn't that kind of seed, <laughs> seed segue at all. I feel like we <laughs> talked like about as long a bunch as we don't discuss week. Johnny's seed, I'm happy. Speaking of which, seed segue sounds like a Donkey Kong Country level, but we'll, uh, we'll come back <laughs> to that later. Um, but yeah, uh, so Ever Oasis kind of fun uh i never actually got the chance to play this one because i could never find it on sale and i could tell by looking at it that there was a lot going on and i wasn't gonna have like the right amount of time and i it was one of those games that made me realize i don't want to play things on my 3ds anymore like quite frankly i like the 3ds just fine i've had a lot of fun memories with it I, i want things on the tv now you know this came out after the fucking like switch came out like Put this on the Switch and let me play this game on the TV. This game looks charming as shit, baby. But I don't want to sit in my house and play my 3DS. I don't have a commute like David does. I, you know, I, I, it's just not... Handheld gaming is not for me. And sadly, that's it's cost me my uh, my shot at Ever Oasis. Because this game looks charming. Uh, it's just... What a, what a cute little game. The, it's directed by Koichi Ishii, who was involved in the Final Fantasy and the uh, Mana series. Um, I was going to say, like, wasn't one of the developers part of Secret of Mana? Like, it has that same kind of, I mean, I don't want to say, like, magical look because it's a fantasy adventure game. Like, obviously they all do. But, sure. like, it it does seem 
very similar to like Secret of Mana. People have called it a spiritual successor to the the Mana series, and I'm you know that's what really drew me in. I'm like, okay, well that sounds really cool. I'm just I'm not gonna drop forty on it on the 3DS and then uh, inevitably get buyer's remorse because I ran out of time to play it or whatever. So, you know, if they if they make a Switch port of this, man, if it, honestly if they just put it on Switch to begin with or like have that coming down you know the pipeline, that would be awesome. And I think with a couple of tweaks, this game could be like a fucking phenomenon. It's a blast, man. I mean, Nintendo published themselves uh, this themselves for a reason. Like, they had to see something good here, and uh, so it's you're playing as a little seedling. Uh, you know, you make your little avatar, he's a little seed person, and you uh, you meet a water spirit, a very adorable water spirit, just like a cute little desert mermaid woman, uh, and she helps you create an oasis, and so it's a little town building game where you, uh, you know, you clean up things and pop up shops, and uh, you've created an oasis in the desert, so visitors come through the town. And they give you quests and tell you that they need things, and maybe they'll join your party. And then you venture out into the world and complete the quest with some real-time combat and like a little party of three. And there's weapons and magic and all kinds of fun crap uh, in a charming, just like tiny little spirit world. You know, like you're playing as a little seed guy. So like, you know, the, the enemies are all like your companions are like lizards and scorpions and, t and small rabbits. And like, you know, the bosses are like, you know, toads. Like it's, you know, it's cool. It's a small little world. And I, you know, it's just one of the things is it's a full-blown single-player game, which seems like a mistake, honestly. Like this seems like the kind of thing that it needs a street pass feature, or it needs a, a multiplayer feature. Like you make a party of three and go out on real-time fucking you know battles. That seems like a logical thing that you could be able to play with more than one person. Kind of like Secret of Mana if you had the multi-tap. I mean, shit, you could play up to three people on an SNES. You should be able to play three people in Ever Oasis. Um, or there should be a street pass thing where, like, you've got your little guy and you'll visit other villages and, like, people can make you join their party and go out on adventures and stuff. I don't know. Just just spitballing here. There's there's good ideas. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, there are things that could be done to update this and make it a really awesome game that's, like, a, like a big hit. But it didn't happen. But the game just looks so damn charming. I feel bad about missing out on it. I, I just, you know, I'm sitting here like, man, you know, I would... I would really like the opportunity to play this on a system I desire to play it on. That's like my main thing. Like, just you know, don't uh, don't make me play my 3DS anymore. I don't know. Um, so, David, then I, you never uh, you never got a chance to play this one either, huh? I did not. No, um, I was really interested in it and I wanted to play it, but <sighs> sorry, I just. <laughs> I clicked over to the Discord for a quick second, and all I saw was Jesse saying, big old turd cutter, and I was very confused. That's um, all right. Regroup, man. Regroup. <laughs> no, I did not I did not get the chance to play this. Um, I wanted to, because, again, it looks super charming, and it looks super fun, and it's, it seemed like, if I remember correctly, it's a combination of, like, action RPG and, like, Animal Crossing town simulator. Like, yeah. You go on quests, you fight monsters, and then you come back and build up, like, shops and homes, and more people will come and live in your oasis. It's right. like, goddamn, if that isn't right up my alley. That's what I'm saying. Like, it seems so cool. Like, just people can drift by, and if you do certain quests and build up certain things, like, you can have, like, a food festival, so, like, like the fat characters will show up, and so you can have, like, a hearty character join your team, you know, like a hammer wielder. 
Like, uh, you know, there's little, just like, there's all these little conditions and little situations that arise in the game. I'm like, that sounds great, man. And it's almost like they took an RPG and took out, like, the travel element of it. You know, like, you're always doing this world hopping in RPGs. You're going to this place and that place, you're buying better armor, you're uh, upgrading your weapons. And in this one, it's like, you go out from this one oasis, and then you keep coming back and building up the oasis, and it becomes the next destination each time. Like, you come back, and now you've got a better shop, so a better smith has moved in, and you get a better weapon. Like, it's an interesting, like, weird little tweak to the RPG formula, and yeah, it just sounds cool, man. And it's got charming little like it's got charming little creatures with like lizards and rabbits and fucking, you know, crossbows and uh, you know, spears and shit. Like it's just yeah, mm, there's so much that I feel is charming about this game, and it just I, I, I feel bad that I missed it. And it's the got one a good soundtrack. Soundtrack's just fine too. <laughs> the one thing that I like and it's it sounds so weird to say, but your main character's hat has horns, but it's not like <laughs> Viking horns. They're oddly shaped, and just the way that they're styled, it's like, that's that's a cool-looking hat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's really where we're at at this point as gamers. You know, it's like, I really like this hat. Uh, you know, Now I, mean, I feel bad for having missed out on it. That character's got a hell of a hat. That's I mean, the whole fuck. idea behind Team Fortress 2 at this point. <laughs> yes, I know. Team Fortress 2 has made millions based off of that. Yeah, and you know there have been plenty of people that were that have expressed frustration <clears throat> at like the new Animal Crossing games for abandoning the weird hat and horn models from the original games. It's like, yeah, it's cool that you can do all this stuff now, but where's the option for the weird old hats? You know, you can I, I, get I, I, a, a Viking helmet where you get like the round cap with horns on it. And as soon as I saw that, I bought it up. I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Animal Crossing nostalgia, running Hell around yeah. with my horn hat. I love it, man. But yeah, it's uh, it's a charming, cool game. You know, you uh, creating parties and having little adventures, and then building up a town. Like I don't know, there's just there's not really much uh, much else that needs to be said about it because I haven't played it. It just seems cool. Like uh, you know, like I said, I like the small setting of it. I like being small creatures fighting seemingly other small creatures, but those creatures seem big because you're so small. Uh, I like the desert setting. I like that we went back to back on desert settings. The desert's a good place to go to be alone, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, that, but that's the point of this game. The desert, you don't want to be alone. You want to create that oasis, draw those desert travelers to you, Maybe have a nice festival, uh, pour some water on your spirit tree or whatever, and then go out on a fucking cool adventure and kill some monsters. Like, sounds fucking good. Like, if Animal Crossing had some monster-killing quests, then we'd really be in business for, like, Game of the Year talks. It's pretty close as it is, just based on the year that it's been. But, man, you know, let Animal Crossing have some monster-killing quests. When is that? When's that update coming? David, I'm asking you. I was going to say, it's like, I was trying to think about when that would come. It's like, they already had Halloween. Like, I could imagine a Halloween event where instead of Jack comes, oh like, zombies come and you have to yes. shoot them off with slingshots. Yes. Well, you know, the slingshot, obviously, axe. they'd have to modify because it, it only shoots into the air. But well, you get, like, a special kind of slingshot. I'd like it. Or um, you just whack zombies with a buck net. Dude, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, how do you modify Animal Crossing into a game where you get to fight shit? You have to fight them with, you know, the bug net. 
Uh, maybe hit him in the shins with the shovel. Um, or maybe you use all the furniture and stuff to set up like weird Rude Goldberg type traps like in Home Alone, but all over the like village. Like it. Mm. Like it, like it, like it. Also, uh, I'm just spitballing here, uh, an Among Us mode in Animal Crossing where you can all go to oh, one island cool. and you know, a couple of people are secretly tasked with killing the other players. <laughs> It'd be pretty good, man. Or you yeah. could just play Among Us. I, yeah. I don't or know. oh no, you could do instead. Uh, you could you know cut down trees. You know everyone else is like picking weeds or or picking flowers and stuff and doing like you know tasks that you do in Animal Crossing. But then you got two motherfuckers that are going around chopping down trees, and mm-hmm. you know if you see a tree cut down, you know you report and say, hey, there's a tree cut down over here. Um, <laughs> you know you're just trying to. See who's been chopping down trees. Honestly, there's a lot of potential in this, man. There's a lot of potential for a multiplayer Animal Crossing game in which everybody's trying to fuck the uh, like the island up, or uh, or stop the other people from fucking it up. That sounds really good. Yeah, especially you if, say, you could, there's, if you could play there's... as uh, actual animals at some point. I want to control some animals in Animal Crossing at some point. That'd be cool. There's a lot of potential for a multiplayer Animal Crossing game where you're running around with murder. Yes. That's exactly what I'm talking about, David. <laughs> anyway, um, that's basically whatever Oasis is. It's uh, it's an Animal Crossing game where you go out and murder some enemies every now and then. So, uh, charming game, and uh, everybody should play it. It gets my recommendation from having not played it. Johnny, <laughs> let's keep going. <laughs> game three. Yeah. 
All right. Um, so this game, uh, the majority of the development cycle um, was in a small village in Poland. Um, the relative remoteness or remoteness of this village was a significant factor in development as the landscape and the harshness of the winters had a substantial impact on game design. Which you have feeling pretty good since this was developed in Poland. Oh man! So, uh, uh, Polish kielbasa by by, uh, by oh, but Polish kielbaska by Johnny. That's incorrect. Boo. <laughs> um, whoa, uh, David with Eminem's Kart Racer Racing. That's incorrect. And John the Witcher also incorrect. I was gonna say. Uh, also, this is not The Witcher, but um, I guess I should have done that. Alright, is it Cyberpunk 2077? No. Um, Damn! Um, but yeah, this this game is, uh, it is called uh, Yes, Your Grace. And uh, it came out this year, recently. And, um... It is freaking... It's taken up a lot of my time. Um, 
it's basically a uh, like a pixelated like role playing slash uh, strategy kind of game. Um, it kind of reminds me of like a uh, super duper dumbed down version of Crusader Kings. So that means I can play it, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so like you're a king. And, uh, like, peasants and uh, other people come up to you and they tell you what's going on in their town and and uh, if you can, like, help them in any way. or And sometimes it's, like, legit things like, hey, uh, my uh, kids have gone missing in the forest. I don't know what's going on. Um, uh, and so you can, like, send, like, your general. Or you can just be like, eh, I don't know what to do. Here's some gold. You know, <laughs> like your kids are lost. <laughs> Fuck them <laughs> kids. <laughs> wow, well, shit sucks. Kids Here, have some money. <laughs> yeah. Which, which I did that one time, and then the next week someone came and they're like, "Oh, uh, my favorite pig went missing," and uh, I heard you were giving gold to people that lost loved ones, and I was like, "Well, no, you're that's a fucking pig. Get out of here." <laughs> hmm. And so, like, you know, they're all um. A bunch of like, uh, uh, you know, people are coming up with their problems, like I was saying. But um, you yourself, your kingdom has a really bad problem. So, um, like in the first the beginning, you find out that this like uh, nomadic group of it, um, they're called Radovians, and I guess like uh, seventeen years ago, you had uh, we were like about to be killed by a bunch of them and you said hey i'll give you my uh you know first daughter uh, in marriage and they're like okay cool so like now they're um they've sent you a letter they're like hey uh heard you had a couple daughters and one of them 17 now um we're coming to you know marry that daughter of yours and you're like oh Man, shit and you're like i've done that i've done that so many times and it never goes well yeah it never works out <laughs> No, it doesn't. Like, do not recommend. <laughs> and so, like, you have to start, you know, <laughs> dealing with other lords and, and stuff um, to try to get your army built up because they're going to attack you in, like, 20 weeks. So you have, like, 20 weeks to, like, uh, run your kingdom but also try to, like, smooth talk other uh, uh, kings and lords and stuff to give you their um, their military help. And, um, like, right off the bat, this one king, he's got 3,000 troops. And you're like, oh, that's a lot of fucking troops. Um, he's like, yeah, uh, you just gotta have your daughter marry my son. And you're like, so, <laughs> you go from wanting for your daughter to not marry these crazy, you know, wildling-type people. But now you're marrying, you know, the king's, this is the king's daughter and stuff. And so that's all fucked up. There's the <laughs> wedding... And then that dude gets killed, and the son thinks you killed him, so he takes his troops away, and then you're like, well, uh, I guess I need to get more troops since I, you guys aren't going to help you, but you're also trying to do an investigation to see who actually killed the dude, and so you have to like question a bunch of um, different like the people. You send them pigeons, and then they come back, and uh, you have this one daughter that also wants like different pets. She has a pet snail at one point, someone eats it. Uh, she has a pet uh, hedgehog. Um, and um, I forget what happens to him. I know he uh, gets stabs a bunch of people with his, with his uh, quills. 
and then you get a, um, a she gets a pet fox that a hunter kills, <laughs> um, which is kind of fucked uh-huh. up. Well, the hunter shows up and he's like, "Hey, I'm a, uh, I'm trying to, um, you know, I wanted to prove to you that I would be a good hunter, and I found a fox in your castle, so I fucking killed that bad boy." <laughs> and <laughs> Nick King's like, "That's my oh, god." <laughs> um, but it's it's cool. Like you just have a ma- you just use the mouse. And it's real kind of casual, like, you just sit there and play it and chill. But at the same time, you're making these decisions and and um, trying not to, you know, fuck over your land. It's very, it kind of reminds me of, like, if you took, like, a real focused view of, like, one, like, not important house in Game of Thrones, if that makes sense. Like, you know... You got like the the phrase, you know, they're they're assholes, but it's like say you're playing the phrase and <laughs> like you know you're just dealing with what they have to deal with and you know. I was gonna say I'm trying to rack my brain on like a lesser Game of Thrones house. I feel like I like just deleted Game of Thrones from my brain yeah, after yeah. it ended. Um, like yeah, they're all they're all important, Jesse. Like House yeah. Mormont. Yeah, there you go. So you're kind of vaguely like good. Yeah. Total lesser house. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. But um, it's a real neat game. Um, it's it's very charming. The writing's pretty pretty good. Um, at one point, this one guy came in and tried to sell me a, a, an enchanted cock. Um, basically, he was a, a chicken that w- a rooster that would uh, crow anytime he heard a lie. And uh-huh. I was I didn't have enough gold, and it did not really impress me. So I told him to go away. Um, <laughs> You, but I feel I don't want to say it. You weren't impressed by the enchanted cock? No. <laughs> it, it, see, this feels like kind of thing where you buy it and then you realize like he wasn't really selling you a fancy magic rooster. Like this man wanted to have sex with you, and that's the real value, Jesse. You gotta yeah. you gotta recognize those opportunities when they come along. Pay for the sex. <laughs> Maybe the enchanted cock was the lovers we made along the way. Mm-hmm. Maybe he was paying you for your enchanted cock. Did you read all the dialogue options properly? Yeah, I did. It was. Does your character have an enchanted cock? <laughs> um, I mean, he has four daughters, so it's, you know this is made by a Polish developer. I assume CD Projekt Red. So there's a no, there's like a dong that. slider in this game. <laughs> this is, no, this is not CD Projekt Red. So it's, I know. I'm just, you know, I was I was going to say maybe search Polish developers. That yeah. was the first one that came up. They seem like they're working on something kind of big at the moment, and it involves cocks. <laughs> yeah, they're not quite as enchanted though. No, I was gonna say I I started looking up pictures um, of this game and like looking up this game and everything, and then I got really mad at myself because it looks like you posted a screenshot from this game today in the Discord, and I really should pay more I attention did. to what you post in the Discord. Mm-hmm. Sometimes this happens from time to time, David. You're you're yeah. a victim of. Full-blown not paying attention. Like, it used to be, like, Johnny's going to stream a game the day before the show, and then you get the answer wrong when Johnny has picked the exact same game, and now it's... <laughs> Jesse's literally posting screenshots with, like, watermarks on them with copyrights for this game. And, I mean, I didn't look at them either, so I, you know, I have no excuse. But I'm putting it on you, David, for not noticing. <laughs> it's just one of those things where it's like, oh my god. Nick Frost totally does spell out the entire plot of the movie in the beginning. Mm-hmm. How did I not realize? 
Oh, good times, man. Good times. So, um, Jesse, anything else on uh, the uh, Yes, Your Grace? This uh, very interesting game. Um, let's see. That- let's see some- I-, I discovered that uh, part of the soundtrack is done by this uh, Polish folk metal band called Merc Folk. And Love um, it. they're, you know, pretty entertaining. Um, if you don't mind hearing Polish words, you know. I mean, that's the thing. Is if, as well, long as the be. energy's on point, I don't give a fuck what anybody's saying anymore, man. I've listened to so much Japanese video game music, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you want to speak Polish? You, know, you want to speak fucking Dutch? I don't give a shit, man. Just give me the right energy. I'm there, baby. <laughs> there is a, a Metal Gear Solid uh, Easter egg where um, there you find a fortune, a fortune teller comes and tells you your future and basically tells you... Um, about a game you might play in the future <laughs> based on um it's kind of psychomantasy because they're like oh maybe uh you will use something called a hypnos operating system and that's the thing from uh uh what is it uh Hyp- hypnospace outlaw or yeah, yeah. and which is uh was published by the state there's published by the same people but um cool so that was a f- fun little bit that happened um, kind of like that. It's like the, yeah, it's like an inverse of the psychomantis thing. Like psychomantis reads your memory card. <laughs> this one, it just plants and it, it like incepts you to go yeah. check out Hypnospace Outlaw. Yeah. <laughs> like, hmm. Maybe I will. Game. Thanks for the suggestion. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's a real neat game. Um, it's on Game Pass, of course. <laughs> um, it, I think it's on, it it's also on Switch, I believe. I think it's on everything, pretty much. Um, but it's definitely worth checking out. It's it's way more entertaining than I was expecting it. And, um, like everyone talks in this like weird little, like, uh, fun, um, garbled, like, uh, voice, uh, reminiscence to Star Fox in a way, but not as, you know, cutesy. Um, okay. Yeah. So I was gonna say like animal crossing, yeah. but, <laughs> uh, except more enchanted cocks. Yeah. More enchanted cocks. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm enchanted by the animals in animal crossing, just not in that yeah. way. There's, um, well, except uh, when I do have Isabel. a rooster move into Animal uh, Crossing, he's totally gonna have the catchphrase of "enchanted." Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, there's a a drug in the game called um, Oracle Dust, and um, at one point you can either, you know, make it more popular or try to get rid of it. And there's um, some fun stuff that goes around that. Um, but it's a really cool game. Good writing. Um, yeah. It's, yes, your grace. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that sounds good, man. It sounds worth a worth a check out for sure. Um, and yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say like, oh, shout out the composer. No, you already mentioned Merkfolk. So you know, I'm into checking those guys out. And uh, if there's nothing else, then uh, Johnny, uh, you know, take a knee for uh, your grace and move on to the next game. Game four. Take the knee. Days. 
So, one of the character's catchphrases, don't think, feel, is a direct quote from Bruce Lee in the film Enter the Dragon. Let's get that hat trick button ready and see some answers. Um, so Jesse and John say Persona 4 Golden. John Regan says Persona 4. Yeah, it's a hat trick. I wasn't gonna do that. Well, actually, Persona 4 Golden was the enhanced. Like, no, fuck it. Oh, like you've done um, it before? No, no need for that. Do want to give a special shout out in our Discord chat to Unsaddled Zebra, uh, who requested this, and Grim, who seconded Persona 4. So thank you very much for the request. Yes. Yeah, that. So, God, that soundtrack's a banger. That was. Man, that's so good. 
Johnny, it's a good opportunity for synergy with GTT Radio for you to have said bop. And you said banger instead. Way to go, man. I'll just make a new command called banger, and I'll make it an alias for Bob. I don't. I was going to say, I don't know if we need a banger command in the chat. I, that seems like it'll go astray, whatever it we, means. We should not have banger as a command. No, no, we should I love the tunas, but we should not have banger as a command. Yeah. Nope. Not in uh, any way. But speaking of bops, Persona 4. So... <laughs> I have not played this game. Um, I have had this game recommended to me multiple times. Um, I've not played any of the Persona games, but I do know about them, mainly because their soundtracks are fucking outstanding. Might might say they're a bit of a bop. I am aware of... I do know a little bit about Persona 4, um, just because even though I haven't played Persona 4, I have played Persona 4 Arena, which was the fighting game spinoff featuring the cast of Persona 4. Okay. So, like, I know some of the characters. Um, my favorite is definitely Chi. Uh, at least I believe it's pronounced Chi. Uh, it's either Chi or Che. She's like a soccer player, and she kicks the shit out of everything, and she's a badass. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a Persona game, so half of it is taking place in, uh, Japanese high school melodrama and, like, going through classes and exploring all that, and then the other half is you're in an alternate world fighting demons, as one does. Yes, exactly, especially in a Persona game, as one does. <laughs> Would you say, uh, uh Chie is, uh, wa- waifu material? Um, I am uncomfortable naming any fictional character as a waifu. However, if I was comfortable doing so, yeah, Chie is waifu material. Since when are you uncomfortable naming a fictional character as waifu material? Who are you, and what have you done with David Fleming, who I've (laughs) known for a long fucking time? What? When have I had a waifu? Well... You know, it might not be a traditional waifu, but <laughs> I mean, come on, like that's a really, that's a really good Cosby imitation, Johnny. Have you ever? Well, I mean, what is the thing about a waifu? <laughs> waifu, waifu, come in with the infinite pop. Oh my god, and the fictional character. So if you had, uh, I have five, Cosby I have five words. Okay, on, it's Gidget from Chip and Dale's. Okay, I'm okay, pretty it's Gadget. John. God damn, it's Gadget, isn't it? Gidget? That's Gidget. another thing. That's a reboot. No, that's glitch. No. <laughs> Again, Gidget is another thing. I love the idea that your waifu is Sally Field in a beach movie from the 60s. Yes. David's <laughs> got it. That's total total waifu. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty good Sally waifu, Field. to be honest. <laughs> I mean, my waifu is Sally Field in Forrest Gump, so it's not, you know, I kind of get where Johnny's coming from. Man, she sure lo- loves her, her She boy. sure cares about her your education, education boy. <laughs> Um, (laughs) so okay i'm sorry i didn't know there was a formal definition of waifu i thought it just meant david wanted to have sex with fictional characters which he's expressed a desire to do numerous times over the years Uh, have we all david it's not just you it's just it's yeah, just don't, I feel no, like don't play like you ain't got no waifus. We're, we're okay. hung up on it being a literal waifu. We've had spiritual waifus that maybe don't 
fall into the strict definition of waifu, right? By the traditional, you know, sense. Okay. But like, you know, there like, there is a term like the waifu term is for people who get like obsessive about characters and have like body pillows of them and I'm not real like that's not me, look, but saying a fictional character is hot or I would like to have sex with them? Yeah, that is absolutely me. There's uh-huh. yeah, there's yeah. a okay, spectrum cool. to being a weeb. A weeb spectrum. So, um, well, I say that all that baby. to say Chie is awesome, Chie is badass, and yeah, I I would have Chie as a waifu. Thank you, David. Seriously, yeah, all that could have been averted by just being like, yes, when Jesse asked you the initial question. <laughs> like, <laughs> duh, David. <laughs> Uh, she's a character in a Persona game. Of course she's waifu material. I've barely played any Persona games, but I have to assume all female characters in Persona games are waifu material. Just based on the art style. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Johnny, for confirming that. Yeah. Johnny, who knows so much about Persona. So, Johnny, who is your Persona 4 waifu? Um, oh man, isn't there like a Joker in Persona games? Or no, my... no. That's Persona 5. That's <laughs> Damn, a specific okay. character. Okay, A, that's Persona 5, and B, Joker is male, so that would be your husbando, not your wife. I like the idea, though, that the Joker from Batman is Johnny's wife. <laughs> <laughs> or just, you know, like Joker from the movie Joker from 2019. So, you know, uh... Joaquin Phoenix is my wife. Joaquin Phoenix is Johnny's waifu. Very on brand. You get what you fucking deserve. <laughs> yeah, yeah kill killed Robert De Niro. That's hot. Um, so, no, Johnny. Uh, so, uh, the Joker is not in this game. Uh, yeah, so, y- y- you then, Johnny, sadly don't know uh any of the characters from this game in order to declare your waifu. Jesse, do you uh do you have a Persona 4 waifu? Is it Teddy? No, it's, it's not Teddy. It's um, one like a pillow cuz I'll take that. Teddy. There, Johnny just chose Teddy. <laughs> I kind of It's like a it's like a panda bear mascot that's like really cute and cuddly. So Oh, perfect. Yeah. I kind of like Johnny's Yukiko. waifu. Yes. Exactly. Uh with no further information, of course, Yukiko. Uh, I, Jesse. Who is Yukiko? <laughs> she, well, she has long black hair, and uh, I'm, just, I'm a sucker for for that such thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a, about, uh, it's been a long time since I played uh, um, Persona Four. Yosuke seems say, like he's pretty nice. So. Yosuke. Which one's he? Um, oh, he's like the. The one with oh, the... Oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Nice guy. I'm more of a Margaret dude. Margaret. Uh, Which one is that? about like, like the button-down look. Yeah. Start unbuttoning a little bit. Yeah, you, you find something under all those buttons. Mm. Um, Where, yeah. Who's Margaret? She's not a playable character. She's like so, a... I have a real question. Like, what what are the Persona games about exactly? <laughs> oh, John, you've just asked the million dollar question. <laughs> I I told you, they're like half high school drama exploring like social lives, and the other half fighting demons in an alternate dimension. I, okay. I wasn't like 
I wasn't making a joke. That's literally what the game is. Like, mm-hmm. your side quests are you, like, building social events and hanging out with your friends. And then your battles are you fight demons. Um, and the whole gimmick of the game is you have these extra-dimensional beings that help out that are your personas. So they're, like, other people who kind of shadow you and attack with you. Yeah. Okay, so it sounds like Degrassi cross Big Mouth cross Cobra Kai. Is that is that kind of what the vibe here is? I would say it's more Degrassi. I'm not sure about Cobra Kai. Degrassi well, plus like Buffy. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Is it just a Buffy game? Because I mean, Buffy they literally fight demons and explore, like go through high school and college That's true. stuff, right? So it's more like Buffy. That's true. Yeah. yeah, it is pretty. It's pretty damn huh? Buffy. Except they, again, there's dimensionality to it. And uh, they, you know, the like the normal teens go into the alternate dimension and then take on personas. Um, so, so imagine like if it was Buffy, but they go Buffy. through the hell mouth and okay. suddenly Buffy has like Van Helsing's ghost with her and like Willow has a witch from Salem like ghost with her. That's kind of what Persona that sound, is. That, that sounds dope as hell. Instead of vampires, Johnny, honestly, l- listen, man. Persona 4 Golden came out on PC this year. Frankly, I think you have to get it. Yeah. And, and I think you have to play it, stream the entire thing. 96 hours of this, John. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not saying consecutively. You can take pee breaks. But I think we need Johnny plays Persona 4 Golden. All right. Well, let's Golden Shower. I have the entire week between Christmas and New Year's off. Yes, there you go. Do it. Dude, so, <laughs> get you a pee and poo bag and <laughs> marathon through Persona 4 Golden. Because <laughs> I think the selling point is, like, imagine Buffy, but with, like, ghost helpers, and you're listening to this soundtrack. Oh. That is also the kicker. Also, it's, you know, super stylized anime shit. And there's this soundtrack. Okay, yeah, j- sorry, uh, sorry. So we need to lure Johnny in. So it's Buffy through like a fully coolie lens. Don't go, you old salt. Yeah, see, salt. I know how to work, John. Shit. Oh, you got me. Oh god, I. Oh god, yeah. I can't stay in my chair. I'm so excited about, about these this. games. This have great. like a fully coolie esque level of nonsense to them. Oh, exactly. they really also, do. They're, yeah, they're they're grounded with some high school melodrama. But once they go into those alternate dimensions, yeah, it gets. It gets whacked and tripped out to the extreme, quite frankly, I mean, if I may I use so, the 90s vernacular. Like, they got Vespas and, like, intergalactic baseball and all kinds of crazy shit like that and robots coming out of people's heads. Is that is that what I'm hearing? I can't speak yeah, to kind of. John, John, how many Vespas are in this game? Like, over the 96 hours, how many Vespas will I see? I bet. I mean, it takes, takes place in real life fucking, like, Italy? some version of, like, Tokyo. So, like, <laughs> I bet there's, I imagine a lot. there's more Vespas <laughs> than we probably think there are in this game. Right. <laughs> All right then. The chat yeah, is sure. confirming that there are Vespas. I was about to yeah. say, John. I am. I'm going to post a screenshot into the Discord. <laughs> I don't this want to Persona Vespas. Four Gold. The, the, the Vespas have titties. Is the thing. <laughs> 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 I think we just found our uh, episode title. <laughs> Johnny, look up VespasWithTitties.com. Is that our new T-shirt? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> 
find the dinosaur with titties person and email them. Hey, could you also make Vespa? <laughs> Throw some like, titties on this Vespa. <laughs> they're like, why? You just want to put titties on stuff. <laughs> yeah. Have you listened to Game That Tune? Why did we even pay you $5? <laughs> My God. Um, yeah, so there's Vespas. There's wacky, crazy anime shit. There's Degrassi. There's uh, a, a Buffy level of everything. And yes, there is the Persona 4 soundtrack in place. So yes, John, I practically demand that you play this game. It's not your cup of tea at all, but I think you should go for it. Like, I think I like it. What have you left to lose? Game five. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> guys so this game had no save feature instead the manual recommended that players use a vcr to save their uh creations Alright guys, who's got some answers? Hope you're ready for the second hat trick of the night. 
Why on earth did you think that you should go last? <laughs> yeah, how real. did this happen, John? I did not realize we're gonna have Persona Four. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just verifying something. <laughs> you can probably verify by just looking at her Bale's answers. <laughs> You're probably right. Everybody wrote Tiny Toon Adventures Cartoon Workshop. That is correct. So yeah, this is Tiny Toon Adventures Cartoon Workshop for the NES, um, which is definitely a game you play by yourself. Uh, I played a lot of it by myself as a kid. What? Uh, yes. Um, I I rented this as a kid like all the time because I want to try to figure out how to make cartoons because that sounds awesome. <laughs> with a Nintendo. So, yeah, if you're not familiar with this game, it's a game that lets you <laughs> if <laughs> if. <laughs> it's it's very similar to the Simpsons cartoon studio if you ever play that game. Um, if. <laughs> so, it's an NES game where you lay out scenes and you can have Tiny Toons characters uh, perform animations. Um, you have, uh, you know, you got your standards like Buster and Babs and uh, the duck, whatever his name is. Plucky Duck. Plucky Duck. What the, what the hell, dude? <laughs> See, I'm just going to make faces. I'm not going to yell at you about it. But yeah, John, you know, face made. Yeah. And you can have uh, up to two characters in a scene. Um, that's it. That's oh, wow. Two characters. Yeah. And uh, and each scene is up to about five minutes longer. So that's, that's about the max you can do. And it takes probably hours to put together like five minutes of animation. Like a which real is exactly, Yeah! <laughs> which is exactly what I did. I would spend hours on this game trying to put together some kind of cool cartoon and it turns out no they're they're never cool they're oh always terrible what? impossible <laughs> so was it like when uh, ben wyatt you know had that claymation <laughs> it's a lot like that <laughs> stan <laughs> <laughs> i spent two weeks on that god yeah, oh, and God. you can't save. The only way to save right. in the man, according to the according to the manual, you're supposed to hook your Nintendo to a VCR. And I <laughs> went to Radio Shack. I was like, I don't know, eight, nine. I tried to tell the guy at Radio Shack what I was trying to do. He had no idea what I was talking about, <laughs> and he beat your ass. He couldn't help me out at all. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm hooked by Nintendo. Reason, like, what? I was like, I'm hooked by Nintendo what? up to the VCR. He's like, what are you talking about? That's not how that works. <laughs> like, that's not what you do. <laughs> Impossible. And oh, yeah, this man. definitely gave it, like, it's it's a solo game. Like, if somebody came over to your house, you would play this with them because you don't want to be a weirdo. <laughs> well, yeah. <What's> no shit. <laughs> Hey guys. This seems like though this seems like the kind of pass and play multiplayer game like I am so fucking tired of trying to animate something on Tiny Toons. You do yeah. it. Mm. Can you make And then inevitably the second player turns the game off and plays something better. <laughs> Not realizing they just deleted hours and hours worth of oh. your hard work without oh, the VCR no, they, there. They know what they just deleted. <laughs> Plucky blowing Hampton. <laughs> Oh wow! I love the yeah, fact too that man. Can you imagine creating some like proto Rule Thirty Four with an NES game? 
I mean, that's the thing. It's uh, I assume it's just sprites that you drag and drop, but like, and add dialogue. Yeah, and you can, you know, like the walking, like if a sprite's like a walking sprite, you can give it like a speed to go through for so many sure. frames, and then you can stop it and change to different but animation. But I assume that at no point they let you like have a pencil and draw on anything, do they? <laughs> no, no, at no point can you draw yeah, a dick. They had enough character sticks. They weren't Mario paint, okay? They, they knew. <laughs> Dizzy they devil, keep more like dicky devil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, um, it was advertised go, 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 as dildo? a... It was advertised as an educational game, and I don't know what you're supposed to learn from this. <laughs> you're, like, you learn to go actually learn animation. Like, yeah. I've made a mistake. This is not how you learn to do anything. <laughs> yeah, you learn to go buy a flipbook and just, just do that. <laughs> if you somehow beat the game, it's like, you're still here? You didn't just go buy a flipbook? Okay. Well, yeah. Congrats. I don't know. I'm, you know, Johnny, uh, you, know, you really got to assert yourself and make sure we don't close the show on games <laughs> like this, man. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, this, this, uh, this is like, I'm the accordion player. Like, Persona 4 was Sinatra. I'm the accordion player going on after Sinatra, right? Like, this is, this is rough. Yeah. I like yeah. how you said, like, oh, well, I didn't know the fan request was Persona 4. No, you didn't. But you knew that your game was <laughs> Tiny Toon Adventures Cartoon Studio. like Cartoon Workshop, David. Cartoon Workshop. Like, that's that's a pretty bad hand. Like, you, you should not have been gambling with that hand. <laughs> <laughs> I got me a pair of threes, baby. David, the number one rule of gambling is the higher the risk, the higher the reward, okay? Right. <laughs> I did a risky move. It's the, it's the fucking Austin Powers blackjack scene. Yeah. Four. I'll stay. <laughs> I also, I also live like dangerously. to live dangerously. <laughs> uh, 17 beats your four, sir. <laughs> um, I like the uh, the wiki. <laughs> Clearly somebody is uh, you know describing this game, you know, perfectly. You know, like you said, saving the cartoon is not possible uh, unless one uses a VCR or other screen capture method. Cartoons created cannot la uh, by the video game can only last up to five minutes, as opposed to the typical 28 minutes that Tiny Toons <laughs> Tiny Toon Adventures dedicated to the actual TV show. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, you could not animate a full episode of Tiny Toon Adventures using this game. <laughs> Wait, the NES could not render a 28-minute cartoon? You're kidding. Surely you jest. Oh, uh. God, I just imagine Steven Spielberg, like, animating an entire NES cartoon, an entire Tiny Toons cartoon with his Nintendo. Yeah. Right. Do you think Steven Spielberg's name is in the credits of this game? <laughs> like, <laughs> probably. I'm sure he was like an executive producer or some shit. This is why he didn't make any games between this and fucking Boom Blocks. It's like, well, I got burned on the cartoon studio, so uh, yeah, I'm not going back to games for a long, long time. Uh, never should have hired all those Polish people to make our <laughs> Tiny Toon cartoon shop. <laughs> what the fuck, John? <laughs> oh, That's why, I'm yeah, sorry. By, they're not by Polish. Trade, they, aren't they based they, out of Poland? It was made by Hungarians. I apologize. <laughs> I, I did click. I, I clicked through. And they're, they're, the company is from Hungary. So, yes. Johnny closed the show. 
bet on himself big time to beat Persona 4 with a Hungarian Tiny Toons Mario paint. And it, uh... Tell us your I favorite think, um, Tiny Toons episode. Yeah. Oh, man. There's that one where they, um... They do, uh... Oh, what's that movie about? If you build it, they will come. The, the corn field... Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. Dancing with Wolves. Yeah. <laughs> no. They do a Field of Dreams thing with the movie theater and old cartoons, and they bring back Bosco. I think yeah, it's Bosco. Bosco. Oh yeah. yeah, that was that was a good episode. I remember that one being pretty pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like them, you know, bringing back or bringing in like old cartoons that they you know draw inspiration from and all that. Um, I like that, and I also like that Nickelodeon at that same time was like airing commercials that just like burned on Bosco. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, we have Looney except Bosco. Fuck that guy. <laughs> like, yeah, I remember like those Nickelodeon ads. was still having. There was a time where they still showed Bosco in the morning, and they're just like, yeah, actually, we bought enough rights to Looney Tunes that we never have to watch Bosco anymore. Bye, Bosco. <laughs> <laughs> like, hell yeah, Nickelodeon, you read my kid mind. Ugh. Um, this game did not read my kid mind. I uh, I preferred the the Tiny Toons platforming game to the Mario Paint game that I didn't know existed. John, this uh, this is a very you pick though. It, you know, if you're telling the truth and you actually played this as a kid, I did. I fully believe you. I have no reason to doubt this. <laughs> I, I I I was spent hours trying to craft these shitty cartoons, man, and they were always Same. they were so bad. <laughs> like yeah, and see, this is why you haven't seen better movies in your life, John. This is uh, it's it's were, shit like this. You were trying this. to make them with this game. You're like, see, Predator. Fuck that. Yeah, I'll have exactly. Lucky Duck be the Predator. Yeah, I was playing good games and going to see Terminator Two, and you were sitting around your NES trying to animate your own episodes of Tiny Toons and just yeah. missing out on life. It I, was. Uh, I had grand plans, man. I was gonna get my VCR hooked up to my NES. And I was going to animate an entire feature-length film five minutes at a time. Uh, but Send the guy Warner Warner Shack didn't understand what I was trying to do. And <laughs> I never got to do it. If he just Beat your all, fucking ass. All I needed was a pair of RCA cables. That's all I needed. Like, <laughs> I mean, no, who knew that at the time? <laughs> Nobody knew Honestly, that back then. You would think Radio did we, Shack did we know? Did we fucking know anything about RCA cables? My television didn't have RCA cables. Yeah, same. At all. So, like, they were just nothing to me. I had to have the RF switch that plugged into the cable port on the back. You know, RCA cables meant nothing to me. But, like, did any of us really know until we read that wacky fucking player's guide a couple years ago that you could save your own Mario Paint creations using multiple VCRs and shit? Nobody knew that. Nobody used Mario Paint to make video greeting cards for their fucking grandparents. Like, you know, let's not act like this was common knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't. <laughs> no, it's crazy. It's just funny to think about because, like, you know, back then it was that, like, yeah, I used the RF switch and I had the VCR into the RF switch into the TV. And really, I probably could have just done RF switch into the VCR, VCR into the TV, and done it that way. But, like, I just, that never crossed my mind. And the guy Rio Shack just was no help. How could it cross your mind? No one had any idea that you could do these things. <laughs> <laughs> Not even you. You just went there and you're like, I think I need to save my Tiny Toons game. And the guy just hit you in the face <laughs> until you went unconscious, John. Like, I love the idea, too, of like an eight-year-old coming up like, I made a Tiny Toons cartoon. How do I save it? <laughs> Like, yeah. He goes, save it over the counter and kick the shit out <laughs> of it. Save I'll it save with, you. You're gonna get these hands. <laughs> you save it with a cell phone plan on the Sprint network. That's how you do it, son. <laughs> Sign up now. 
Uh, get the hell out of my radio shack. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, John. Wow, this—we've uh, gone on entirely too long for a game of no content. This is going to be terrible for editing. I assume this—you know—you use the only songs for the game. In, there's more. Like, pl- no, there's not. I don't. <laughs> this is where we need that Arrested Development narrator. <laughs> there's more songs. There wasn't. Like, uh, um. I I hate to ask, John, anything else on (laughs) the Tiny Toons Adventures Cartoon Workshop? Can you remember the plots of the cartoons you tried to make? (laughs) No. I I can remember the top thing that I tried to animate in Mario Paint. That was all my experience in Mario Paint. You take the nose stamp that you can make, you paste it on all nine frames of the animation thing, and then you progressively draw more and more mucus flying out of the nose. It was just a nose blowing giant green boogers. That is the plot that I was trying to animate in uh, in Mario Paint. I did so successfully. That was that. <laughs> it's better than most student art films, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, in your Tiny Toons loving face, John. <laughs> Calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Beeps. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... Jesse Moore. Hell yeah, Jesse. Congratulations. Thank you. What a great episode. Thank you. Great performance for a, for a crazy show. Um, what, a, what a show it was, man. Um... What do you have for us for next week, man? What's uh, what's the theme you got in mind? Oh, man, I really want to use the one you mentioned, but I think I'm just going to go with, uh, you know, it's the holidays. Let's uh, do with games with love in them. Oh. Jesse, that's a great theme, man. Uh, uh, you know, not even like, you know, see, uh, I was worried you are going to say it's the holidays, time for like ice or merriment. Or you know some uh, some winter theme, but no man, you know you got to the the real spirit of the holiday. Let's talk about love, baby. That's good. It's real good, Jesse. That, that warms my heart immediately. Good. Now, go on. Like you know, it, it, it's not too specific. You know, just some kind of you know what you think love could be represented in a video game. You know, if you could defend it, you know, go for yeah, it. Yeah, so we're not necessarily talking, like, games you love. We're talking about games with love. Yes. What about a game character that David is finally ready to admit that he's been in love with for his entire life and might say it's a waifu? Yes, that'll work. That'll work. Mm. If, you, if right, you're good. in love with one of the characters, that'll work, too. I'm pretty sure that was a cut plot line from Love Actually. God, that would have been a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Colin Fristle goes to America and marries an anime character instead. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, that's, that's really good. Um, so yes, David, the first step is admitting it. Admit it that you're in love with a cartoon character <laughs> or a video game character, <laughs> and we'll talk about it on the next episode of Game That Tune. It's going to be really good, man. The first it's of be 12 good steps for all of us of recovering from waifu. 
step one, admit you love waifu. <laughs> time, time for all of us to have a frank discussion of waifu addiction. <laughs> God, I would also love to watch that episode of, um, oh shit, Intervention. Just someone with too many waifus or just a single waifu. Either way, they're addicted to waifu, and his family have to have to get together and sit in a room and read from their their letters about how they love him, but they're concerned about how addicted he is to waifu. Jordan, you've been hoarding waifus. (laughs) Save some for us. Oh, man. These are just pieces of paper. These are not real people. (laughs) Doesn't mean I don't love them. (laughs) Um, Yes, so games with waifus. Uh, Alternatively, games games about love, games with love. Uh, It's going to be a lovely show next week. I think that's great, Jesse. Um, So, yeah, it'll be David's waifu intervention. It'll be fantastic. Uh, Great theme, and thank you for that. And thank you, everybody, so much for listening this week. Thanks everybody watching along live with us. We're live on Wednesday nights. We're on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Check us out. Uh, search for Game That Tune. Thanks to everybody listening in podcast form. Uh, we're available at GameThatTune.com or anywhere you get your podcast. We appreciate you guys listening, uh, rating, subscribing, sharing it with your friends, all that fun stuff. Uh, thanks to everybody checking out Patreon.com slash GameThatTune. It's the home for awesome exclusives. We've got covered up. We've got mixtapes. We've got end of year stuff coming up. Uh, we got a lot of fun stuff in the works. We're doing more movie commentaries real soon. Uh, just, you know, we appreciate you guys supporting us over there, keeping the lights on at the 24 7 music live stream, uh, all that stuff. It's all supported by Patreon. So go there, give us some money. It's the holidays. Uh, you know, we understand times are tight. Prioritize us. That's that's the message. Hey, and and, <laughs> and for all your Christmas gifts ideas, we have a merch store. You're right. Thank you, Jesse. Oh, oh my shit. God, I'm so bad at this. Ask Santa, aka ask your parents to go to merch.gamethattune.com and buy you. <laughs> ask your parents. <laughs> Tell your parents to go to our merch store <laughs> and buy anything available there. It could be the shower curtain. It could Panties. be. A, a lovely t-shirt or yes you could ask your mother to buy you a pair of game that tune panties for christmas <laughs> for, for your um, wife <laughs> yes <laughs> oh man uh david's got several pairs already in every available color and he endorses them you know whole wholeheartedly i'm actually going to once we finish this i'm going to make a shirt slash panty design that just says david's waifu yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm into it it's beautiful um but yeah, so check out merch.gamethattune.com, the thing that we forget to promote. Uh, you know, that's, that's a good idea. But yeah, also special thanks to everybody over there on Patreon, our Patreon super fan tier producers. Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, uh, Taylor Weiss, Sam L., and Mork, last but not least, Mork. Um, thank you. Uh, David took the request this week. Who are our requesters this week? So the request came in from our Discord. Thank you to Unsaddled Zebra and Grim for requesting. Hell yeah. Great request, guys. Uh, really should have closed the show. It was such a strong request. But uh, we'll, we'll get them next time, won't we? Uh, and yeah, uh, you can also hit us up with your request, GameThatTune at gmail.com, or find us on Twitter at GameThatTune, or follow us individually on Twitter. I am there at JGangsta187. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at... DFD Fleming. You can find John Regan on Twitter at... JP Regan JR. 
And you can find Jesse Moore, the champion of Game That Tune, on Twitter at Sega underscore legend. All right, lover boy, what are we going home with? So this is a weird pick. Um, I stumbled upon something just fantastic to me, anyways. Someone put a bunch of Mothers of Invention albums and redid them, or Mothers of Invention songs and redid them using the FM sound trip from the Sega Genesis. So from the Mothers of Invention, Peaches and Regalia, uh, Sega Genesis style. I uh, I don't know if I can give that my usual hell yeah, but we're gonna go for it, man. Sounds good. Peace <laughs> out, everybody. <laughs> we may have to fix this in post because you uploaded a MIDI, and it's not <gasps> gonna sound exactly like a Sega Genesis, right? But like, I'll we'll play it and we'll see if we can get a more Sega Genesis version. Oh, okay. Raji, an ancient epic, is copyright 2020 Nodding Heads Games. Ever Oasis is copyright 2017 Grezzo. Yes, Your Grace is copyright 2020 Brave at Night. Persona 4 Golden is copyright 2012 Atlas Company Limited. Tiny Toon Adventures Cartoon Workshop is copyright 1992 Novo Trade. Everybody wrote Tiny Toon Adventures Cartoon Workshop. That is correct. I'm shit. Shit.
No, no, that's that's the right sound. That's the right sound. Oh.